This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, as always, it's a fabulous day to think about publishing your current book. How about the next book? How about creating a stellar marketing plan? How about finding some new new uh, gizmos, gadgets, and tools, and tips, and all those things? That's what we're going to do today. And with me is a new voice we've never had on the Author You, You Guide to Book Publishing show, is Stephen Sanchez. And Stephen has a very broad background. He comes from over 20 years um, out of Los Angeles with an internet-based agency developing online platforms for leading companies and industries, including travel, health, and racing. When Borders Bookstores closed their doors and Amazon and Apple launched the Kindle and iPad, Stephen turned his attention to another author platform development. He himself is an international best-selling author, and I hope he tells us about his book, and has worked as a technical editor on book for booksellers such as homepage usability, web design, on a shoestring, and the unusually useful web book. He enjoys working with emerging Internet technologies and especially with marketing and publishing opportunities for authors. Stephen also has a hat that he wears. He's the VP of the Independent Writers of Southern California. Um, so he gets self-publishing. He gets independent authoring and publishing. Um, and we're going to come uh, from a point. What we're going to talk about is gizmos and gadgets and author platforms and some website tips and tricks, all those within our hour with us. So, Stephen, welcome to Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. Hi, Judith. Thanks for having me. Well, I am really tickled, Pink. I, and I should tell everyone how I met Stephen was online, as so many people do. And uh, he jumped on our our uh, on Friday afternoons. We have the virtual author happy hour, and he jumped on. And he never showed himself or anything. I just saw this name, and as we're closing up, and I said, "Who <laughs> is this person?" And he came on. And he had this fabulous backdrop with his nifty, nifty, ifty, which my my web around arrived, Stephen. Um, oh, good, and, very good. Yeah, yeah. And and I just said, ooh, 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 I have to have that. So, and I just said, um, <laughs> and isn't I, it great? Don't you just love it? Yeah, it's, it's it's fabulous. It's it's just truly fabulous. So we're jumping on, and Stephen, um, you're you see authors from your Southern California pedestal uh, that are right. are there no different from New York authors and Florida authors and Pennsylvania authors and here we in Colorado authors um, and global authors. They they all have common things that they want to do and, and they'd like to succeed probably with the least amount of money in the short period of time. Would that sum it up, right. Steve? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. All right. 
So we want you to prevent you from uh, making boo-boos and mistakes because you all will. I guaranteed every one of us has had times we wish we could roll back the clock. So, Stephen, as as someone who has worked with people with developing their website platforms and things, let's start there. I'd like to start there. What are some of the essentials you need, and what are the common screw-ups? Well, you said something kind of important that uh, one of my mentors uh, talks about, um, Armin Warren, and uh, he, he says something um, where he says, go get your no. You know, you're going to get a certain mm-hmm. amount of no's in your life. You're going to have a certain amount of failure at the start. And so he's like, well, just go get your no. And what that means is, you know, just start, go out there and do that and, and collect those no's because eventually you're going to hit and it becomes a numbers game. And so go get your no's. And then after you've got enough no's, then you'll have your success. And it really is true, whether it's putting out a book proposal or starting a website or learning a new technology. You know, there's going to be a bumpy time. Uh, don't, don't you wish you could go back and start your life over again and try and do different things and turn left instead of right sometimes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I have said this. I haven't said it for a long, long, long time. But my most successful book was rejected by every New York publisher. And that's when I was a um, – I, I haven't said this in a long time either. I am a recovered New York publishing snob. And that, and I believe that only legitimate books and authors came out of New York, Stephen. That was my belief when I started. I, you know, and I started with New York. Eighteen of my books have been published with traditional publishing, and that's how I started. That's how I started. But I learned a lot. Right. I I learned a lot. So yeah, I, have a, I have a friend of mine who's a New York Times, a four times New York Times best-selling author, and her books go for about uh, $25 a piece. And mm-hmm. she said the last one that came out, she said she, she got 50 cents per book. Mm-hmm. And she makes, you know, tons of money on real estate investment and whatnot. And she just said, you know, that's just cute. Her next book was being independently published because she realized she wanted to keep, you know, more of the lion's share of that. So, well, um, when, you know, when you look, when you learn to get out there and you find that what I call the cash cow two-step, you start speaking on your book and connecting with your audiences. Your audiences happen to pay 100% on the dollar for your book. They don't refund it. They're tickled pink to have you there in front of them and sign it. It is the only way to fly. It really, truly is the only way to fly. And you'll increase your going from that 50 cents. I see, when I started back in the old days, Stephen, uh, New York paid – Ten per, well, for a hardback book, 10% on the first 5,000, 12.5% um, <laughs> on the next 5,000. And if you sold over 10,000 books, uh, you got 15%. And that was of the retail price. So going back to your right. person, 25, you know, $25 book, by gosh, yep. we would have, we'd have gotten $5 of books. We would have been doing a happy dance. But the reality is, and they dropped it to 10% of net. Yeah. (laughs) Or or less. Or less. All you have to do is do the math very quickly to think there's gotta be a better way. Well and and I get it. I mean I'm sure JK Rowling is very happy with her traditional publishing deal. And you know, they took things to a level that she could not have done independently. So there's a place for that. But there's there's absolutely never been a better time to be a writer. Um the tools are better. The gates are all down. Uh, you can get help. A lot of people that fled the publishing industry now have 
kind of set up their own shingles on the Internet. So anything that you used to go to a publisher for, you can now go out and hire yourself. And so if you really believe in your book and have a cause or, or uh, a movement you want to start, um, you're not waiting on somebody's approval to get going on that. Um, I mean, I know people that have been submitting proposals for 10 years to get books. It's like, why do that? Get out there and just get your book done. Well, you know, my advice, and I, and I think this is important to say this for everyone who has the dream, and it is the dream, you know it, Stephen, to publish yeah. with New York. Um, and dreams are dreams unless you have a plan to execute it. And and right. and the, with New York, that if you're going to go down that road and get an agent, that I think it's imperative that you put a time limit on it. That you're only going to go down this track so long, but at the same time you've got this time limit and you're hoping and you're praying and you're doing whatever you're going to do is that you will put and start executing plan B, which is you're going to do it yourself and you have that running parallel that if you have to jump off A, you're ready to go. So yeah, that's you know, my I would, advice. I would like yeah, I always like looking at parallels in other things that, that, that kind of give me a roadmap of how to do what I'm trying to do if I don't know how to do something. And I look mm-hmm. at it like, you know, some of these Internet YouTube stars. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I live, out, I live out here near Hollywood. And, of course, everybody has a screenplay. Everybody has a book. And everybody wants to get published and, and make billions of dollars and whatnot. But um, getting in and breaking in is really hard. Um, there's a lot of things in development out there and your screenplay or book can languish for 10 years on the shelf just waiting for someone to pick it up and and you can't wait for that so all of a sudden you have this little indie market you've got these um independent people that they set up their you know their smartphones uh the little microphone they set up a youtube channel and if you talk to some of these people that are successful they're making bank they're doing really really well and Nobody was uh, opened the doors for them other than themselves. And so it's kind of like that way with, with authoring and books. You know, was, when I saw that, you know, Amazon was coming out with Kindle and um, uh, Apple came out with the iPad, it's like, this is going to change everything. Uh, you know, what, what my, one of my clients when I was uh, uh, doing Internet development was one of the largest business liquidators in the United States. And we saw a lot of businesses kind of going under. And when we saw Borders Books, in fact, we handled the Borders Books closures, mm-hmm. and Ooh, I realized, yeah. okay, books aren't going away, but obviously the way that books are currently done is changing. And that's kind of when I started getting more into platform development because I realized, okay, for 20 years I've been building websites for companies, and that's just a publishing platform for them. And you know, I started getting around authors, and authors were like, well, how do I, I hear this thing that publishers want a platform, and what is a platform, and is it a website, or is it something else, and is it a speaking gig, and is it, you know, and I'm sitting back here from the Internet world looking at it going, well, you know, this Internet is exploding, and companies are getting their little bit of real estate out there. That's really no different than what an author does. And it's not just the website, but it's getting – you know, your little little headquarters out there where people can find you. Well, you know, I, I um, you used a phrase, Stephen, that I loved. It's so Hollywood. It's so Hollywood. Are you making yep. a bank? Are you making bank? That is so Hollywood. <laughs> so yep, I actually, I wrote down the note. I'm going to use it for a tweet out. Are you making bank with your book? 
Three tips to learn how. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break. With us is Stephen Sanchez. He has got a huge background in creating platform development websites and really how to make you rock and roll. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out... You will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author U extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author U is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author U, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success... You want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, 
we're talking all kinds of goodies to really add to your author success, which is really what I want to do. Um, and, and I want people to be really successful. I want you to sell a gazillion books. I want you to uh, find the different avenues that are the right fit, feel comfortable for you, um, and, and all that. And I know with all the publicity I did over the years, one of my favorite formats was radio. So I was tickled pink with podcasting came along uh, to, to have that, which is going to be one of the avenues you'll use for your own promotion, marketing, publicity, etc. But I do want to give a shout out to all our fans because that, you know, our show has been around for five years. And when I check my stats just for the month of uh, May and, and uh, that two thirds through May, when as when we, we didn't even get two thirds through, but taped this show, we already had 107,000 downloads just for the month. Wow. That's- that's great. Yeah, it's very wow. cool. Um, and so uh, just a shout out and thank you for all of you who listen to the Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing show. And so with us, we have Stephen Sanchez. And um, I love the phrase he did. He just came right out of the gate with, you got to get to your no before you can get to your yes. Before you can get to the yes of success, I'm going to buy your book, I'm going to go with you, I'm going to hire you, I'm going to fill the blank. So one of the things that you need is this thing called the platform and platform development. And that that it, that encompasses a lot of things. So, Stephen, let's just jump into that. I'm going to toss it back to you. Sure. Well, you know, I, I really you know, got to go back to Michael Hyatt. Um, used to be the yeah. publisher, uh, Thomas Nelson. And wrote the book, uh, Platform. It was the very first book actually off the platform, you know, Get Noticed in a Noisy World. And he talks about, um, your website really being kind of the, the hub or kind of like the, the, the center planet of your publishing empire. And so think of, and I love this illustration. He talks about your website as being like, you know, the hub and all your social media, you know, network as being satellites. Um, and so it kind of gives you a, a mental picture of the importance of having that place that you control and that everything else kind of comes and goes relative to that central hub. Um, you know, your website is the kind of thing that everyone, you know, they, they ask, well, do I really need one? You know, my publisher said that they would put one up for me, and so then they get some brochure that does nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's it, – these days, it isn't that hard, you know, um, and, I, and I get it. You know, I'm a techie kind of guy, so I'm, I'm not afraid of carrying in. And, and I know I, I, we've got technophobes in our, in our IWAS group here in L.A., and um, I always get people coming up to me like, how do I start my website? And it's just, just start, you know. Um, the, the key to the website is find something that you can do, whether it's WordPress or Wix or Squarespace. You know, whatever platform helps you or a software platform helps you to develop it, just just find one that works for you. I, I like WordPress. It's a little bit hard to learn at the start, but you literally can do anything on it. Um, and uh, it started off as a blogging, blogging platform, and, and it will run your whole website now. And Google knows how to, you know, index things you publish on there. And so, you know, this, this time of the coronavirus lockdown is – is um, I, I'm finding it to be an enormous opportunity for for writers. Um, you know, it, there's that old phrase, you know, when life gives you lemon, make lemonade. Um, yes. And it, it, it's kind of a, a pattern interrupt for a lot of people. 
Um, you know, we get into bad habits. We, you know, we, we do what we do, and then we don't want to do uh, what we don't do well. And all of a sudden, this lockdown comes, and all of a sudden, we can't go out, and we can't do this, and we can't do that. And we're daily, you know, getting new rules about whether we can go out or go to the beach or whatever. Um, it's a great time to learn something new, you know. Um, you've got easily probably 30 days ahead of you that, you know, you're really probably going to be locked down. So um, learn some new things, you know, play around with, with learning how to do a website, play around with something like Zoom, uh, you know, where you can get on and connect with other people, you know, in an audio video way, um, you know, connect with a writer's group, take an online course, uh, do a podcast, you know, uh, for everybody that, uh, you know, Judith just basically said with when uh, this area that she's going to do all my marketing for me, uh, social media marketing. So, uh, for all of you that want someone else to do your marketing, get on Judith's podcast because she'll she'll do your marketing for you. I actually do. I was telling uh, Stephen for this for our podcast. This is what we do. Um, we after we do a show, I will write up maybe 10 different tweets, a few Facebook postings. I will give them the master. This is my guest. Stephen will get this as we get closer to the to broadcast date. He will, we actually create a wonderful poster with his picture on it. That type of show that we do and, and, uh, and, and we put that out. We do an email blast to absolutely all my email followers, thousands of emails that I have. And we aggressively put it out each show for two solid months after it airs to support it. That's my job. That's, that's my responsibility. My thank you to my guests because I think they're so valuable. But, you know, for all of you listening, your book is valuable. Your expertise is valuable. What are you doing to market and who are you connecting with that will help shout out for you? I'm going to shout out for Stephen. I think he rocks, right? So I'll help push him. So what are you going to do? Dear, dear author. Okay. Yeah. And, and, I was talking a little bit about the, the, the lockdown. You know, back in 2008, there was a writer's strike, and a lot of people that worked in Hollywood all of a sudden, you know, didn't have their regular gig and were unemployed, essentially. And um, what happened during that time was fascinating and will happen again, I'm absolutely sure of it, after this lockdown. Um, and during the writer's strike, all these writers uh, just sat down at home, and they started working on their pet project. They started working on, on the story they always wanted to tell but just didn't have time because they were too busy writing for Hollywood or, or writing on a movie or writing on a TV show. And so about a year, year and a half after the writer's strike was over, we got all these wonderful books and movies that were um, not just retreads but were actually really creative and smart. And, and I just know that after the lockdown is over, about a year out um, – we're going to see some phenomenal things from very creative people. Um, if you don't believe me, mm-hmm. go on YouTube mm-hmm. and start, mm-hmm. and, and just, you'll search on the term lockdown and you'll find people that have, have, you know, taken old, uh, Disney songs and, and pop tunes and put words about the lockdown just, just as, as a creative expression. Um, it's cr- so get creative. It's- it's crazy. I also think that, you know, here's what my vision is. I think we're going to see a revision when you're talking about stores and people um, buying and working. I think that you're going to see this, you know, malls are going to disappear in a lot of ways. But I, yep. and I've said that, but I think you're going to see really a rejuvenation of a lot of the mom and pop stores where it used to be two or three people in a store was a good time at any one right. time. I, I think that is going to be coming back. 
Well, let me tell a little story that will probably explain uh, or give me a little bit of hope to some people out there with the lockdown. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, we're part of the Independent Riders of Southern California here, and we have we have um, satellites around uh, Southern California uh, where we meet, and then we have a, a central place where we have workshops and, and monthly panel meetings. And, you know, as the years have gone on, it's gotten harder and harder in a place as big as L.A. to get people to actually come out of their homes, drive down to the meeting. And so we've seen the trend of, of you know, local meetings getting smaller and smaller. And so when the lockdown happened, all of a sudden we couldn't meet physically anymore. And so all of a sudden it was like, well, okay, we're going to you know, not do anything. We canceled a couple meetings we had up. And so um, I brought up that we needed to start getting on Zoom. And so we had a couple of meetings where we just got on Zoom and um, learned how to use it. And most of these people were people that had never been on something like before. So there was all the, the you know, go get your no, right? That was all the, the hard things that people had to figure out how it worked and where things were. So we just did a couple of meetings showing people how to do that. Well, now we're rocking. Now we're doing webinars and meetings on Zoom. Uh, we've got a party coming up. We, I found an online party game that we're going to do. Um, the people can use their smartphones to connect. Um, you know, Judith, you and I connected on your party, your happy hour party. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, you don't you don't have to just, you know, crawl in a cave and wait for, you know, this virus thing to blow over. I mean, you can get out there and start connecting. And and we found is we're not getting more people on our Zoom meetings. And we're getting feedback. People saying, you know, when this thing is over, I hope you guys will keep doing this because, this is way better than even meeting in person. And, you know, we're like, well, we don't want to stop meeting in person. We want to get back to that. But you're absolutely right. We can now reach people um, that, you know, we couldn't have reached otherwise. Well, I, you know, I think it's plus. I have I, my confession. I've been using Zoom for a long time. I've been using Skype. Oh, I mean, you. I, I interact. I have people. I have one person who works full time for me in the Philippines. So this is it's nothing new to me. But what I, I have Zoomitis. My confession, Stephen, I have Zoomitis because I start at Uh-oh. six in the morning. I go to six six at night, um, sometimes <laughs> all day. And and when you are on Zoom, the person who is the hosting, who is running it, who is presenting, you are on, on, on. You know, I can't yeah. show up. I can't show up in my robe. I, you know, where I could on a, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you know. Although I have some people who are on the other end in their robes. All right. So yeah. let's, let's see. We, before we take this next break, which is coming right up here, that I, I'd like to bring it back to really the, the platform. And I loved what you said that your website, which I strongly believe, Stephen, is the core. It, you've got to have a website. These people who are still resisting, please get over it. Get over it. Um, and that that's the core, but there are components on the on on it. So, Stephen, in your development, I'd love to. We're gonna come. We're gonna take a break here, like in forty five seconds. I'd love to have you kiss on what you think are the essentials of every website for an author. Think author, sure. every website, and then also what part of that can you do to really push out and start thinking? Okay, what are the tools are going to make you tap dance? You've mentioned Zoom. There are a whole bunch others uh, yep. that they should be using. I know one you introduced to me when you just dropped in. I was so excited. I had my credit card out ready to buy, and I did. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's just things that, you know, the evolutions that's going on that you can be a full-blown operation for not a lot of money. Never met a better time to be a writer. 
never a better time. All right, we'll be right back. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. Stephen Sanchez is with me today. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcast cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching, to military resources, to business success, even to the paranormal. We have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com that's s-c-o-t-t at t-o-g-i-n-e-t r-a-d-i-o dot com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I can't think of anyone who might give us better input on all the essentials that we need on our website than actually the dude who was the editor for the bestseller called Website, Web Design on a Shoestring. So let's say shoestring, Stephen, and, um, and, and really think about that because you did, you led in and you teased us with it was the core, which I truly believe it is the core of your universe as you go out to publishing. Because you want to bring people yeah. back, we can get into that. But let's talk about the the essentials as you've seen evolve over the years. Sure. Well, you know the reason it's the core mainly is because you control it. Um, you know, things are going to change. You know, you know, coronavirus lockdown, publishers' houses go down, new ones come up, um, new technologies like an iPad or Kindle. Um, the nice thing about having your own real estate on the Internet, think of it that way, um, is that you can pivot really, really quickly. Um, 
I tend to like WordPress. Let's get into, into your website a little bit. I like WordPress because it um, separates form from function. So you have a theme with WordPress where you can, you know, get the look and feel you want. And then um, you can have plugins and things that you can add features. So, um, for example, there's something called My Book Table. It's a plugin for WordPress that allows you to just put in a bookstore in, on your website. You don't have to do all the coding. You don't have to hire an expert to do that. It's a plugin you pop in, and all of a sudden you just configure it, and there you have a very professional-looking book page. So, um, you know, some of the essentials you asked about about putting on a website. Um, a couple things. Uh, you got to have your book on your website, um, and your book needs to link to a place where you can buy it. I, I, I'm always stunned when I get to an author's website where, you know, they may have a, a picture of their book, and I'm looking at it going, well, how could I buy it if I wanted to buy it? And there's no buy button. You know, mm-hmm. make it so if you click on the cover, it goes to Amazon store or wherever they can, they can buy the book. At least do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but these days now, um, you know, authors are celebrities, and people want to know more about you. Uh, you know, it was never more um, – shown to me when I went to Amazon.com one day, and on the home page, they had a video of Stephanie Meyer of the Twilight series, um, mm-hmm. just about a minute and a half talking about her process of writing. And I saw that, and I went, oh, this is going to be big, because all of a sudden, people wanted to know, you know, well, what's behind the book? You know, who is this author? What is she doing? What is her process? So for all of you guys that wonder, well, what do I do with a website? And I have my book, but what else? I mean, people want to know about you. That's why, you know, another important thing other than just your picture and maybe your bio is start a blog. And you can talk about your process. You can talk about um, the research that went into your book or how long you've been doing it or or how you write it. Um, there's, there's a never-ending supply of things. And you can even Google – you know, what to do on an author website, you will find dozens of articles that will tell you uh, things like that. So, um, you know, start with a blog, I would say. It's kind of like a, a diary, uh, it can be, of your writing process. Some of my favorite author websites, um, you know, include videos of them just talking, you know, sitting at their desk in front of their computer with their webcam or whatever on and their laptop, just talking about their process. Um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, that gets to another important part of your website that I, I really think is that kind of the next stage of it is video. And I know right. as soon as they say video, uh, you know, a lot of people just cringe because they just think, oh, I'm not, I know. you know, maybe radio, but not video for me. Um, I know. You know. Let me make a, let's, let me make a yeah. suggestion here because this is what I did. And I always refer, when I got the uh, the goose to do it, um, that I, I had a, what I call a bad hair day. We, uh, women all have bad hair days. You guys seem to have it good. But I, anyway, but I was inspired. The mouth was working. The brain was working. And I did, and I'm going to redo them now again, now that I have my new nifty gadget you tuned me into. Um, I'm going to be redoing them all before summer's over. But every page, every section, tab, has a video on it on my website. Every one. And what I do is I just do a reveal of what's what they're going to find here. And uh, one, uh, uh, a couple of them go three or four minutes, but some of them are like 30 seconds. Um, and yeah, you I, don't want to go. You don't want to go three minutes. You want to go a minute, minute and a half off. 
So, you know, that's what I'm going to be going in in that tightening thing. But I, I love the idea of it right on your home page. Why don't you come on and just talk talk to your visitor? Connect with your visitor because one of the things you, you haven't, you know, what uh, to me, my t- interpretation of a website is that it develops trust, that the content Absolutely. that the visitor is going to find is trustworthy. It's authentic. You're the real deal. And you're going to build that trust through the content that you provide, through the methodology that you engage in there. Uh, just uh, earlier this month, I did a, uh, a webinar, exclusive webinar for our members here in, here in the Author You community on how to create the ultimate opt-in. And, and how to develop yeah. the drip command. I mean, that's, you know, that's something maybe you might like to do for your group. But that going through step by step and I turned over all my handouts to them, you know, so they could go behind the scenes with me as I developed it. Um, and why you want to do it. And then I showed them how you market it out to, to, to gather the, uh, build your email base. But that's what that's for. Well, let me put my 25-year-old Internet developer hat on for a moment and, and tell your audience uh, a little secret about the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. For all of you that think it's got to be perfect and polished and you got to be Hollywood-ready and all the rest of that, here's the little secret that, that most people don't know. That actually works against you. Um, it, it maybe was what everyone was trying to do at the beginning, but now what people want is authenticity. Um, if they see a professionally polished video, they know that's probably not you because they certainly couldn't do it. And <laughs> they're looking, right? I mean, they're, they're looking for what's, who's the real person? I mean, we've all seen, you know, interviews with, you know, J.K. Rowling or George R.R. R. Martin and all the rest of that, but it's, it's the uh, unplugged interviews. It's the ones that they're kind of caught. Not, you know, in a studio all prepared, but they're just talking in a restaurant or whatever that they might drop a, a little quote or say something interesting. Um, people, people just eat that kind of stuff up. So don't worry about being professional. You know, you asked about tools and things, you know, most of us have a smartphone now. You've got a, a high definition camera there, um, that is almost as good as anything that professionals are using. Seriously. And, you know, Apple runs ads all about these these professional things that are are done on their iPhones. So you've already got a lot of technology already in your hands. Get yourself a good microphone, like a, a, a Yeti microphone by the company Blue B L U E, and uh, get really good audio for you know for yourself. And with your smartphone and good microphone, you're off to the races. Um, you know, do, do some videos of you just talking. Um, put those up on your website. You get enough of them. You start a YouTube channel. It's free. Um, you know, one of my favorite uh, authors, Clyde Pussler, he writes just adventure books, you know, and it's just kind of fun summer read stuff. And you look at his YouTube channel, and it, it, it's horrible. <laughs> um, it, it's just him sitting in his desk talking, you know, about his process. Um, but, you know, if you're a fan, you eat that kind of stuff up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, it's the old pen pal thing, um, and you come into play. So yeah. I, I think that, and it's something that I keep thinking, I, I've got to sit down and just make it. So I'm creating my own little studio, actually, to do that. So I can just pound out, actually, 30 shorties. And and you're absolutely right when you said that, you know, like 90 seconds. Yeah. 
what, what, yep. what, what kind of little clips can you do? You don't have to do an hour show. You don't have to do a half hour nope. show. Um, I mean, people have certain things that they're going to do. You have to feel your format you're going to do. But if people love cheat sheets. They love tips. They like insights. Yep. Uh, anything that could maybe just give them some shortcuts to get wherever they're trying to go. And keep it short. I mean, think about, you know, unless you were in some kind of an online course, when was the last time that you sat down and watched a 15-minute video on a website? You know, you don't want that. You know, um, you want short, you know, minute, minute and a half top. Um, and it, I mean, longer than that, they're going to they're gonna click off. So, um, you know, that makes it much easier for you when you're developing it. You know, yeah. Judith, you talked about about studio, and and you you hinted mm-hmm. a little bit about um, you know that thing you bought that I, I, I showed <laughs> that off. That thing I bought. Party. <laughs> the thing you bought, you know. So so I jumped on on your 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 party and showed some things on Zoom, and uh, um, basically I'll, I'll do a little plug here for it. It's called the Web Around. So T H E W E B A R O U N D. Um, dot com and what all that it is it's a it's a green screen it's about a 60 inch round green screen but the the genius of it is that it attaches to the back of your chair and what's cool about this is um if you want to do videos um and you know your home doesn't look like you know a hollywood mansion or you want to be at the beach or you want to be at some exotic location um and you just don't feel that you have the right place for that this green screen allows you to put anything behind you so you can be anywhere in the world you want to be. And uh, it's great for Zoom meetings. They have it already built in so that it'll, it'll recognize that and use that. Um, there's a lot of um, editing tools. Uh, I tend to use Camtasia, but if you're on a Mac, they have Camtasia for Mac. kind of expensive. Um, they also have ScreenFlow, another way that you can, you know, edit your videos, get them ready for YouTube or your website. Um you know, so that that really is your studio. You know, you got a little green screen, you got your your camera, you know, your microphone, and you're ready to go. I, you know, I think that uh, one of the things that I I've discovered, and this is just the school of hard knocks, everybody, but I've done over a thousand radio and TV shows before I started podcasting. Over a thousand radio TV shows, uh, from the big nationals to the little local down the street. And that I learned to do stuff really fast because you got one take. You know, you don't, it, with live TV, you don't edit. Live radio, you don't edit. So you really yep. learn to start thinking in the bite mentality. So I'm fortunate in that, but you could practice that. So you don't have to stumble. You don't have to look like you're reading a cue card um, and that. And the one thing I will tell all of you, we're going to take our next break, final break, is make sure that if you're using the camera on, directly on your, your computer, you talk to the eyeball of the camera. So you're talking to your audience. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The Book Shepherding concept is simple. 
The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. My guest today has been Stephen Sanchez, and he's got a long pedigree um, from where he's very active in the independent writers of Southern California. He's worked with editing major bestseller books in the past. He knows technology and t- tools and gizmos and gadgets, which I always love. And one of the things that, um, Steve, and I would love to have you talk about, it, it, going back to, because we haven't totally left the website uh, before we move forward, is the social media platforms. And I would love to have your input based on the evolution of websites uh, and social media. Where should authors put their logos, their images, where they hang out on social media on their website? Sure. Well, you know, there, you know, I've been around long enough that, um, you know, when the social network started, you know, the original, you know, idea was, well, you had to be on all of them, right? You had to be on Facebook. You had to be on Twitter. You had to be on YouTube. And, and when there were three or four originally, you know, that, that worked. And then everyone got stressed because all of a sudden there were 10, then there were 12, then there were 200, right. then there were 1,000. And, and people just started panicking. They're like, I, I, I can't do this. Um, the thing, and I don't, I haven't heard anybody put it this way, so I'll, you can say you scooped it here. Um, think of your <laughs> social network like an agent working for um, you and your book. Okay, so um, if you have a book and you want to get it out there, um, each social network is an agent that you hire to go out there and promote it. So if you're going to set up a Facebook page. Um, that becomes an agent to that community. And they're not going to fool around with Twitter or Pinterest or anything else. They're your agent in the Facebook community. And then you're going to go ahead and put up a YouTube channel. Well, that's another agent working for you. Um, and so after, after you, you know, you, you have a couple of these out there, it's like having, you know, a few people out there promoting your book for you. Um, so most authors, if they go traditional, they've got one agent, right? So, you know, pick, pick your one agent, you know, find that one social network where your audience hangs out. And if you don't have an audience yet, 
then you know go go where you would go online. You know if you if there's a chat room, if there is a uh, well, that, that dates me, doesn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know if there's a, a Facebook group or a YouTube channel that you someone you follow there, um, then you're kind of getting a sense about you know where your audience might be. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you know pick pick those kind of channels and and think of it like I said as your agent. Um, so feed it, give it what it needs to promote your stuff. Um, and just participate there. You know, yeah. uh, people, well, start. Yeah. I would say that's a start. I think that, you know, I'm a proponent actually to pick two, uh, because they have different purposes. I, I actually, sure. you know, I'm, I, I use Twitter a lot, but if you want publicity, you need to be on Twitter because that's where the media hangs out. If you want to get in front of them and have Twitter be your agent to push out your ideas when you learn the handles of whether it's Fox News or CNN or uh, NBC or ABC or the Wall Street Journal or ever, you know, I've got them all, is that you start learning. There are tips and tricks that you can use to get you in their eyeballs if you want media coverage or if you're newsjacking, and uh, that's really important to understand. And then there's that, like you say, maybe Facebook is where your crowd hangs out. But if you're a business book, Facebook is not your crowd. It's not your crowd. It's LinkedIn and Twitter. So I think that it's real important to understand that there, each one has different uses, um, and you need to know which what they are, and then and then you learn them, learn them well. You know, absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that. You know, I, I hate Twitter. <laughs> um, mm. And, you know, and you'll find that anytime you talk about any social network, there will be those people that say, all I do is Facebook, and it's where all my tribe is, and that's where I go. And then the next mm. person to speak will basically say, yeah, I tried Facebook. It didn't work for me. I got nothing there. I don't ever use Facebook, and all my tribe is on Twitter or on yep. Pinterest yep. or on yep. Instagram or mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. if, if – there is no right answer. There is no, you know, exactly. network. I mean, you know, Facebook is great, and if it's the, it is the biggest, and if your audience is there, wonderful. It's also ridiculously expensive to advertise to Facebook, and Zuckerberg is constantly changing the rules there, so you may not get the, the kind of exposure that you want to get. So, you know, you've got to find where your audience is and where you can engage them. And, you know, the best advice I can tell you is, is to just be you. You know, if there are if, if there are seven billion people in the world and you're one in a million, that means there are seven thousand people just like you. You know, you you can make a career out of seven thousand followers. So, you know, go get your no, go get your seven thousand followers and and you know, use your own heart and your own uh you know, uh love as the guide. The things that you hang out with, the things the places that you go online. That's probably where your audience is going to be. And so just start, you know, giving there. Don't, don't try selling. No one likes that. No one likes to be sold. Um, but everyone likes to buy. So go ahead and, and just be friendly. Give to people and, and you'll find your audience. And when they can come back to your website, when all of the things you do in there and your social media networks all point back to that thing that you control. Um, you know, you, you talked about your newsletter a little bit. Um, you know, your opt-in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that we did talk about that um, authors really should have on their website is a way to collect their email addresses. Um, uh, you know, you, the opt-in is key. Uh, you need to have something that you can give away for free that doesn't cost you anything 
that people will will come to your website and they'll they'll give you your, their email address in exchange for that opt-in. And once you have that, now you have your network. And if you do want a traditional publishing deal, the first thing they're going to want to know is, well, how many people directly can you sell your book to? And if you don't have, it used to be 5,000, now it's 10. If you don't have 10,000 people um, on a list, most traditional publishers don't want to talk to you. So, yep. so, you know, have your website, have a way to collect email addresses by giving them, you know, an opt-in, some, some PDF or um, an audio of you reading a book or, you know, the first few chapters or whatever, it, you know, you want to give away to people and just start building that relationship with your community. And, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll start slow. Um, and everyone's afraid of that. They, you know, they see people, you know, like you just, you talked about your, your podcast show, you know, has been on for, for five years. But the, 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 the secret is that what worked five years ago may not be working today. And so just start. Um, you know, I, I generally don't go back and listen to podcasts that were 10 years ago. You know, no, I, I want the current. I wouldn't either. I, unless they yeah. were what they call a classic. Uh, right. You know, there, there there could be classics out there, but so much has changed in the podcast arena. So, yeah. So don't worry if you don't have a lot of content or you don't look as big as somebody else. And you know, we all get intimidated by those authors that have been around for twenty years that have you know blog posts going back to the nineties. And we're like, well, I'll I'll never look. Just start. No one cares. Um, they want to know what you're doing now. So, so start your website, you know, get your blog. It's, and, it's, and if that's too intimidating, go on medium.com. Um, there's an author, uh, I call Shanta Grimes. She has, I think, Ninja Writers. And uh, she teaches on how to blog on medium. And I think she's, I think she's just a single mom that is uh, blogging on medium about writing and whatnot. And she teaches people, you know, you know the ups and downs of getting on medium. And so, you know, it's not your platform. That's the danger of it, you know. Uh, people used to do this on the Huffington Post, and then all of a sudden the Huffington Post didn't take submissions anymore. And that'll probably happen to Medium, too. So the advantage of having your own website, the place that you control, is when a network eventually goes down or locks you out or whatever, you still control and you still have that list of people that are loyal to you, that you have a way to reach out to them by their email or their, you know, their, their Twitter handle or, or, you know, whatever. And um, when you do then have a book or an opportunity, a speaking gig or whatever, you can, you know, crow and tell the world about it. Um, and when you don't, then you talk about other things. You talk about other people's stuff and mm-hmm. you just be valuable to people. And, and they'll follow you. I, I follow a number of, of writers that just because I like what they're doing and who they're following, and I, I want to know what they're up to. Exactly, and and that's so you can set that up so you can handle it. There is so much that you can do, all of you that you can do. I mean, we're just kissing on a few of it here. One of the things that um, I, I I think we have the time to hit on it, but. Stephen had some critical tasks he thought that all authors um, should be doing in dividing their time between. Do you want to hit on that just a little bit? We have a couple of minutes left here. Okay, sure. Um, 
most most writers will write their book and then they finish their book and then now it's like okay well now I need to get it published so now they work on getting a, a publishing deal and then they get a the, the book published now they have a box of books at their house and then they're thinking okay well shoot how do I sell this and then they start looking into marketing and promotion things and how to do all the rest of that and they sell a few of them then they realize well now I need to grow that and so that's kind of the path they take and they're usually somewhere in that process and. The reality is you have to kind of do all those at the same time. And so the way I, I do it, it's like a quadrant or you take like a calendar, a week calendar, and, you know, maybe you'll take the mornings where the mornings are where you write, but then a different day of the week, I'll do one of four things. So one day is writing. The next day is publishing. The third day is um, promoting or marketing. And the fourth day is networking. And so let me kind of, Break those down just a little bit. The writing you've already got. It's, it's how you do your, your creative stuff. So that, you know, we won't talk about. Um, the mm-hmm. next step is publishing. And that could be either, you know, figuring out how to get your book, you know, published, whether it's on Amazon or, you know, your, your, your traditional publisher or whatever. It can also be publishing to your website. Um, so just think of that as a category of, this is where I need to get my stuff out into the world, either in a book form or on the web or whatever. That's your publishing day. The third day is your marketing day. That's where you're looking for strategic partners. You're getting on, uh, you're looking for people that have uh, a website or a podcast or a, a place you can guest blog. Anything you can do to kind of, you know, get yourself out there and get known by other people. Um, that's, that's that promotion of marketing thing, um, speaking gigs, you know, whatever. Um, and it kind of gets into that, that fourth day, which is the networking. And that's where you're just building relationships. And so it isn't so much selling, but, um, you know, you get out there and you, you find new opportunities. You get on, on someone else's podcast, like what I'm doing here. Um, you go to a writer's group, you speak, you get to your local, um, uh, you know, chamber, you talk to Toastmasters, you just talk about what it's like being a writer. You, you do whatever you can do to network. Those four things, writing, publishing, marketing, and networking. And, and if you, and do, that, yeah. that's it. Yep. All right. So we are at timeout. I hate to say this. Thank you oh, so okay. much, Stephen Sanchez. Um, and why this was a really kind of a potpourri. Wise ideas for smart authors. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week.